What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome to episode 10 of the Snap Podcast. Tucker Dunn here, and on this episode, uh, uh, we have we have Milton Brosh, and then right before, we have the boys are back, stroll down Jersey Lane, Josh Wazat, and the William Anderson. Uh, we have a great talk with them. Uh, we talk some NFL, just kind of just kind of catch up with the boys after a little two-week break. Uh, and then Milton, uh, captain of our team, uh, Kansas City, Kansas native, uh, hard worker, grit. Uh, glad to get to call him one of my good friends and my next door neighbor as well um, at DU. And uh, I I loved having them on. Loved having Milton on. It was great. Uh, really go in. We we have a good interview uh, with him. Really go into to his story and what he's about. Uh, yeah, and we get to know him and everything. And um, also we play Lehigh this week. Open up. Uh, Patriot League, I think we're ready. We've had a great week of practice, best week of practice we've had all year, if I had to say so myself. And uh, I, I think we're ready. I think, I think we have that chip on our shoulder. We got that swagger. We got that momentum from the second half of the William Mary game. But we're ready. Um, yeah. So uh, before we get to the interviews, uh, I was uh, because of the NIL deals. Uh, I, I received my first, uh, first sponsorship last week, and and so now these interviews will will be presented to you by Liquid IV, uh, Fueling Life's Adventures. Uh, Liquid IV is, is a great brand. Um, um, I've used them before they sponsored me, and I love them a lot. And uh, um, I use, I, I use the, their hydration multiplier powder sticks, uh, great flavors. Uh, I think strawberry lime is my favorite or something like that. And uh, uh, you pour it into the water, you mix it up, and then, and then it's worth – it's basically – like drinking three waters, that's the amount of hydration you get. And then they also have they also have energy multipliers, sleep multipliers, and and then they have they have immune support um, multipliers as well. Uh, very nice bottles. And yes, they're they're a company that cares about their customers. And uh, if you go to their website now, uh, you can get you can get twenty percent off your first order by just entering your email. And uh, so thank you, Liquid IV. Uh, and go gate. Here is th- the second version of of the stroll down Jersey Lane. Thank you, and go gate. Okay, Raider Nation. On this week of the Snap Podcast, uh, for our player interview, we have we have one of our three captains, Milton Brosh the second, a senior linebacker from from just outside of uh, Kansas City, in Kansas, right, Milton? Kansas, yeah, yes. Kansas side. Okay, Milton. Well, thank you for coming on, man. How are you doing? Talk. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Sorry, my uh, my voice is a little, a little hoarse from the game Saturday. So you get from being a captain, right? Yeah, got to yell a lot on the field. Yelling exactly, and then and then let's get right into that. So, uh, uh, you were voted on by the team uh, to be um, a leader of this team, a, a, a captain, and and what's that been like? And then and then also serving with Grant and Colin as well. Yeah, it's um, you know it's been a dream come true. Ever since I was a little kid, um, I wanted to play college football, and I would watch the guys walk out to the coin toss on Saturdays, and I was, I always wanted that to be me one day. Um, you know, being able to lead a team uh, and have a bunch of guys rely on you—that's that's something that I really like. Um, having that opportunity for this team is is truly an honor. Um, I was, you know, I was really thankful just that all my teammates saw that leadership in me and, uh, you know, gave me their, their trust and, you know, serving with Colin and Grant. Um, it's been great. Those are two guys that, that, you know, I voted for, for captain as well. And, um, you know, I think it goes to show 
you know, the amount of leaders we have on this team. We had, I think, 26 different mm-hmm. guys get, get voted for captain. Um, you know, that, I think that shows really, obviously, you know, Coach costi has been doing a great job, but, you know, the start of a great team is, is great player leadership. And I think that shows just how much we have and, and being able to be one of the three to represent the team is, uh, is truly an honor. Yeah, and then uh, then also you added on, you added on to your leadership prowess of, and then you're also the president of our esteemed fraternity, Delta Upsilon. And then, and then what, uh, okay, so what has that been like? I know, I know you're in your last month of your regime, but, but what has that been like? And, and then, and then especially with the president during, during, um, COVID and then, and then the pandemic and everything. So what's that been like? Yeah, it's definitely been different than any other president um, ever at DU. You know, it's it's been challenging um, dealing with COVID. We've had so many restrictions and so many guidelines and so many different changing rules that we had to follow. And, um, you know, I'm the one that has to enforce those. So at times it's been tough because, you know, there's when you can't have social gatherings and you're president of fraternity, you know, sometimes you you feel like you're the fun police. But, um, you know, this year we're we're actually looking like it might be a pretty normal year getting back to kind of uh you know the those social sides of fraternity but also getting all the guys back eating in the house um you know last year we had you know some guys that were at home you know zooming to, to all their classes they weren't actually on campus um so you know there were there wasn't really that same uh connection that when everyone's here on campus you know, eating dinner and eating lunch together, eating breakfast every morning. So, you know, it's it's been challenging, but I think it's been really rewarding uh, being able to go through such challenging times and, you know, be be a problem solver, you know, for my for my buddies, for my peers. Um, and then also being able to work with, you know, the guys that are on the exec team here, some of my best friends, um, you know, just being able to get through it with them and, you um, you know, really make the most of our time. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, uh, so then you talk about your friends, and then, then playing, playing, and then, and then obviously doing off the field stuff with them. You, so, so before here, you played, you played with one of our teammates, uh, Trevor, in high school. And then, and then what was that like playing with him? I know, I know he's talked about you on the podcast before, but, but then what was that like? Obviously, playing with him in high school, and then, and then, uh, um, I know he was your host, and then. And then playing with him here, like obviously you've been you've been playing right alongside next to him for the past two or three years. So yeah, it's actually it's been awesome. Uh, Trevor transferred into my high school for his junior year, my sophomore year. So we had um, we had two years playing together in high school. Uh, we actually we both played offense. Um, now we both play defense, but we both played offense in high school. Trevor played defense as well. Um, I couldn't couldn't join him on that side of the ball, but. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, we we got to know each other really well. I got to see him get recruited, um, and then through him getting recruited, you know, gave me the chance to get exposure to Colgate. Um, and that was actually the first way I found out about Colgate was, you know, they came to visit Trevor after he had committed, um, and my coach, you know, showed them my showed the Colgate coaches that came to visit Trevor um, my film, and then long story short. Um, you know, committed, uh, summer going into my junior year or senior year, summer going into my senior year. Um, and then, yeah, took an official stay with Trevor, 
Um, I knew it was the place for me. You know, it was it was definitely the right mix of academics and athletics. Um, and I wanted to go to a winning program. And you know, it's been great. Um, it's been great playing with Trevor. You know, he had a knee injury his his sophomore year, and so my first year playing with him. Uh, so that was tough to see. You know, just seeing him being so used to playing with him and seeing him have to sit out for a while. Um, but, you know, I think it goes to show his resilience. He's back, you know, fully recovered from that injury. He's having a really prolific season for us. And, um, you know, now all the way from Kansas, we're now, you know, the strong side inside and strong side outside linebackers. And it's uh, it's pretty cool to play right next to him and, and be making those calls, you know, to him when, you know, you think about, how long you know we had been playing next to each other before and you know it's kind of come full circle so it's a pretty cool experience yeah exactly and then and then you mentioned that that when you were in high school playing playing for Shawnee Mission East you did not play any defense so what was that what was that transition like from from being a running back to kind of being thrown in thrown into being a linebacker here and then and then obviously you picked up you picked up a big role um earlier sophomore year so then what was that like yeah, um, you know, with high school, I played. I played a little. I played defense my sophomore year, and then my junior and senior year, um, almost exclusively played running back. Like you said, um, I had the opportunity to. I had the opportunity to actually um, play some linebacker. You know, play some pass rush um, on third down, but really. You know, I probably got 20 plays my junior year and 20 plays my senior year on defense. It was really, really offense. But I always knew uh, that I wanted to play defense in college. Um, you know, it's I still did some linebacker practice. You know, at, at practice, I would still work with the linebackers at times, um, kind of staying on top of that. I went to all my camps as linebacker. So, uh, you know, I knew that was kind of where I was going to fit. Um I did get recruited a bit as a running back, but mostly it was linebacker. Um, yeah, and then I and then came in freshman year and just, uh, you know, I always wanted to play defense, so it was it was awesome to just go, you know, full bore into defense and and uh, you know it was freshman year, you know, it's like drinking water from a fire hose. It was a lot of information, a lot of new stuff. We were winning games. It was just it was a crazy first year to have. Um, just trying to learn as much as I could and then, um, you know, really lean on those older guys in my, in my linebacker room. And then, um, yeah. And then, and then freshman spring was huge for me, um, in terms of, you know, learning to learning the defense and, and stepping up into more of a, um, producing role for inside linebacker. Um, you know, that was, that was, I think the biggest jump I made was from fall to spring um, spring ball was was awesome. It was cold, but it was uh, it was definitely fun and it was productive. Um, great energy at those practices. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then and then like you said, early sophomore year, um, you know, I ended up rotating in with um, Nick Ionelli and and Blaine Briggs, and um, you know, the three of us were were producing really well that season. Um, you know, Blaine ended up having a having a hip injury that that kind of took him off the field. Um, so I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to to play a lot, you know, probably the remaining eight games of those season, eight games of that season, um, you know, Blaine was dealing with that injury. Um, you know, Nick, Nick, Nelly, and I uh, got the opportunity to play together a lot, which was 
which was fun. He was uh, he was a high energy guy. Um, he was really emotional, and he was mm-hmm. he was a fun player to play beside. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely a, a fun experience. It was, you know, obviously sophomore year didn't go as kind of the way we wanted, but um, nonetheless, it was a great opportunity to, you know, see how the team was different from freshman year, um, how the leadership could you know change from you know, a successful season to a not so successful season, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. So mm-hmm. that was a really, um, really useful year yeah. just in terms of learning. And then, um, and then you talk about, you talk about the people you learn from. And then, um, obviously you've had, you've probably been one of the only guys that, that has had the same, same coach at his position for all four years. And, and that's been, uh, uh, coach Schaff, who, who's our inside linebackers coach. And then, and then our D coordinator. So what has that been like having him as a coach and and everything? Just just kind of an old fashioned guy that's been around for a while and and then and then what's that been like? Yeah, Coach Schaff, I mean he's I love him. He is uh he's he's awesome. The first day that I talked to him and I heard, you know, his his distinctive voice, I was just like, Man, he's he sounds like an inside linebacker coach. Um, <laughs> he's awesome though. He like you said, he's old fashioned. He's uh you know, we we probably well I, I'm not gonna say probably we definitely have the most physical physical indie on the field um you know we're hitting each other hard every day um but I think that translates onto the field you know we we're you know kind of what he what he likes to instill in us is is we're runners and hitters we're an aggressive position um you know we're we're gonna come down and hit you and you're gonna know we hit you um uh you know I I can speak volumes about Coach Schaff. He's just such a knowledgeable coach. Um, he really knows how to coach guys, um, what what type of coaching style works on different guys. Um, I think that's where he really excels the most is he doesn't just try to coach everyone the same way. You know, he gets he really gets to know us and he gets to know, you know, the effective ways to coach us and, um, you know, to – help us improve and, and give us constructive criticism. Um, but yeah, he's, he's awesome. I mean, he, he makes me want to be a better football player every day. Um, and you know, just the leadership and being able to, you know, when, when times are tough in a game or, you know, it's not going our way, you know, maybe we come off a long drive. Um, you know, he's always a, he's always a calming presence on the field Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, whether he's, you know, raising his voice or, you know, giving us motivational words. It's, you know, I kind of always know that I can rely on him to, to get us squared away. And, um, and we all know that we all can rely on him. And yeah, I've just been so fortunate to have him as, as my coach. And I've seen, you know, how, um, yeah, just how, how that, how that relationship has grown over the past four years. It's just been, it's been awesome. It's been, you know, more than I could have ever wished for mm-hmm. having a position coach. So, mm-hmm. you know, really, really grateful for that. Yeah. Uh, so, so then, uh, speaking of, of, of the coaches, you have, we have, or we have, we have a new head coach this year, uh, uh, Coach Costi, and then, and then what's that been like having him as a coach? Obviously, in your last year, but I think he's made a very, very big impact in the in the three months he's been the head coach and everything. So, so what has been your, I guess, I guess like your perspective on him and, and then what do you think he can do in, in probably the long time he'll be, he'll be that coach here. Yeah. I, I'm, 
you know, I couldn't have been happier with how Coach DeCosti took the program over and, you know, kind of the way he's approaching his head coach position. Um, you know, it was great knowing him. You know, he was a defensive backs coach. So, you know, me being on defense, I got to really know him, you know, my freshman, sophomore, junior year. And, and I saw how much he loves Colgate football. I mean, it is his life. And he lives and breathes Colgate football. And to see, you know, him have the opportunity to take take the head coach position over um, is great. He deserves every bit of it. And, um, yeah, I really love kind of the, the approach he's taken to our team, um, focusing on the little things and focusing on discipline. And, and you know, that's what makes a great team is, is doing all the little things right. Um, you know, you can't build a – you can't build a man a mansion on a on a bad foundation. So, mm-hmm. Coach Costi really focuses on building that foundation um, as we're trying to build the mansion, so to say. But um, yeah, he's. I just think he's been doing a great job with with the changes he's made and and some of the things that he's kept the same. You know, since from our last few years. Um, you know, I just could not be happier with how how he's taken over, um, what he's really emphasizing to us and. And uh, the leadership that he's he's given us, it's it's just really great. Okay, and then uh, so so now let's focus on this season, and everything, and uh, uh, we'll go back we'll go back to your position, and uh, and obviously you guys you guys have a have have a wide variety of um of different of different ages in 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 the inside linebackers room, and then and then so give us give us a quick rundown of of the group and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we have Blaine Briggs. He's a he's a fifth year senior. Um, he's been he's been around a while. Um, he's you know knowledgeable guy. He's gritty. Um, you know he's fought through he's fought through some injuries at his time at Colgate, and um, you know I think that speaks volumes to his re- resiliency. Um, you know, similar to Trevor, you know he had like I said his sophomore year he had he had some issues with with a hip injury, but. He, he just kept grinding. He was always in treatment with Cody, getting rehab, and um, he's a great player. I mean, it, you know, I've he was a guy that I've been taking reps with since, you know, my freshman year, and we've been, you know, whether it was on scout team next to each other or we've been with the threes or with the twos or with the ones now, um, we're, we're just so comfortable playing next to each other, and we've kind of always been waiting for this time for us to be able to finally play together. And, um, and it's just been awesome. He's a great guy to play alongside and really anchor down the defense. Um, you know, my age, um, myself and then Nick Wiley, um, you know, Nick is, Nick is a guy that probably is one of I mean, he not probably he's, he's definitely one of the hardest workers on the field every day. Um, you know, just today I saw him on scout team chasing a running back, 50 yards downfield um and I think that speaks volumes to his work ethic and you know while he hasn't had the opportunity yet to um have you know the chance to produce a lot on the field with our defense he is um he's been the leader of you know getting the offense ready of that defensive scout team for the past four years and I know he takes tremendous pride in that as he should um you know for a senior to be selfless like he is and and know that what he's doing is important um you know it he's just he's a guy with integrity and with grit and with you know unrelenting work ethic 
Um, and then let's see, juniors, um, Tyler Flick is a guy that's rotating in with Blaine and I this year in the inside linebacker position. Um, he's a PA guy. I mean, he's got, he's from central PA. He's just got, damn right. <laughs> he's got grit. Um, you know, he's a, he's a really fast player. He's a strong guy. He's really athletic. Um, he just makes plays. He's always around the football. He's making plays. Um, you know, he's he's just uh, – I'm really happy to see, you know, the production he's had this year and that he'll continue to have in his next few years. Um, you know, I think he's got a really bright future ahead of him, and it's great to be able to play next to him. Um, and then see the sophomore class, um, Evan Jones, Mike Slivka. They're both guys that are – that are growing a lot from last year. Um, you know, obviously seeing them come in last year and, and, you know, trying to get used to just like everyone is freshman year, the whole defense and getting used to those calls. Um, they've grown a tremendous amount in a year. And, um, you know, Evan and Mike both got a little playing time this, this COVID spring we had. And, um, you know, that was great experience for them. And, you know they're they're rotating in they're ready to go in at a moment's notice um they're working their asses off every day at practice and um that's something that we find that's consistent in our room is you know everyone's a hard worker everyone tries to be the you know the match me guy at practice the guy that sets the standard um and that's i think what's great about our position um so yeah i'm really excited for those two guys they've got a bright future and um if they keep working the way they are you know program's gonna be in great hands and then our freshman class, Mac Marone and Eli Hamilton are two guys that are, you know, consistent again. They're just work they're hard workers. They're on you know, they're on scout team every day, busting their ass, you know, making it hard for the offensive guys, giving them a good look. Um, you know, they're seeing the importance in that. They're getting opportunities on scout team, um, scout team specials, on some special teams. So, you know, they're they're doing what they should be as as uh as linebackers and just working and pushing everyone around them um you know i think those guys are going to be are going to continue that work ethic that's that's been so prevalent in the inside linebacker room and i think they're just going to you know continue to grow that and foster that um as they get older so i'm excited to to see how they do down the road okay. um and then and then last question about football what what um so then what are what's your outlook for the rest of the season obviously obviously we start out so but but we've played we've played three great teams that have given us good great looks and i think we have a lot to learn from all those three games obviously and now and now this weekend we open up with league play and then and then what do you think about about the rest of the season and and then how we will we will do essentially yeah um you know like you said those first three games you know they were they were tough opponents and that's what we like to do you know we're we're not going to go and play d3 teams and get easy wins um you know, we'd like to push ourselves. Obviously, Boston College, big FBS ACC program, um, and then playing two CAA teams that are, you know, historically pretty good teams. Um, you know, that's that's just setting us up for um, you know getting used to to fast play. And um, you know, I feel really good about where our team's at right now. We've been growing. Um, you know, even though we haven't pulled out a win yet, I feel I feel it's coming this week. Um, it's Lehigh week. It's homecoming week. You know, it's. It's a big week. We all, we all really want that win, especially sophomore year. You know, what our loss to Lehigh was was devastating, and um, last play, right? Yeah, yeah, last play. And no one wants that to, 
no one wants that to ever to have that feeling again or see Lehigh, you know, celebrate on our field. So um, I feel good. You know, we're we're excited, we're confident, but we are, um, you know, obviously we're going to respect everyone we play, but, you know, we're going in with a, you know, an energy and a swagger that, you know, we're, we're ready to, to really, you know, get this rolling and, and get some momentum. And, um, you know, I feel really good about kind of how we're shaping up for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, okay. So now, so now a couple, a couple of wrap up questions. Um, what, so you're obviously, you're obviously from a unique area of, of our beautiful country. And then, <laughs> so what, what's, what's like so unique about Casey, Kansas? Um, yeah, I mean, it, I think the, the most unique thing is that it's not all farmland. Um, you know, when I got to Colgate, I would tell guys that I'm from, that I'm from Kansas or that I'm from Kansas city. And, uh, you know, I think their first impression was that I was going to be this, this country guy that, you know, raised cattle and, and farm my whole life. Um, you know, definitely, definitely didn't do that. Um, there is a fair share of farming in Kansas, but not, not really where I'm from. Um, Kansas city, you know, it's, it's really fun. I, you know, I live in a suburb just like probably 15 minutes outside of downtown Kansas city. Um, it was a really great place to grow up. You know, I was fortunate enough to have a, you know, my, my family was fortunate enough to have a, you know, kind of great situation growing up. Um, so I, you know, I, I really loved it growing up there. Um, obviously recruiting to the East coast was a little tough. I had to, you know, I did a big trip, my, um, summer before my senior year with my dad and went to a bunch, you know, eight or nine schools on the East coast, Patriot league, Ivy league, um, you know, ACC. So just kind of visited a bunch of schools, um, you know, that are not super close to Kansas city, but yeah, it was great growing up there. Um, I've lived there since I was four. So that's, that's home to me. Um, you know, it always feels good to go home on breaks and, you know, it's, it's just a really great area to grow up. Um, really good barbecue. Uh, definitely the best barbecue in the nation. If anyone listening to this ever gets to Kansas city, uh, you got to try Q39 brisket, but, uh, but yeah, um, it really was just a great place to grow up and, and, uh, you know, just very fortunate for, you know, kind of the life I had growing up there. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then, and then this just uh, popped in my mind. Uh, so, so you are first, first cousins, right? With, with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep. Uh, quarterback journeyman of the NFL. So what is, what has that been like to kind of have, to kind of have like, like a football inspiration behind you and your family? Yeah, I mean, for really as long as I can remember, um, I've been watching Ryan play, so he's been a he's been a huge inspiration to me. Um, watching him on the Rams and then the Bengals and then the other seven teams he's been on, <laughs> um, you know, it it's been awesome. He's been an idol of mine, and you know, just really was a kind of a leader in the in the football arena for me, um, being able to you know, hang out with him whenever I can and, um, you know, visit him when he was in Tampa or when he's in Arizona in the off season. Um, it's been great. You know, he's, he, like I said, he's just been a huge idol and, and, um, you know, I'm fortunate to call him, call him my cousin and, and have a pretty close relationship with him. Um, he's, he's a really great guy. He's a family guy. And, um, yeah, he's, 
it's just, you know, it's been one of those things that's pushed me to, to get better, pushed me to play college football. Um, you know, just trying to, trying to kind of not, not live a life like him, but Mm -hmm. you know, I saw what football can do and the opportunities it can get you. He went to Harvard. Um, I'm at Colgate. Obviously we both, we both put a high importance on our education and, you know, using football, um, you know, as a, as a means to, to get some great opportunities. So, um, yeah, I think he's just been a great inspiration to me growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So one last, one last one, uh, you, uh, so for after, after school, you, you plan on going into real estate, correct? Yeah. So where did that love come from and, and like why real estate essentially? Milton? Um, yeah, I, you know, why I picked real estate, um, I, when I got to Colgate, I broadly was either looking at wealth management or commercial real estate just in general. Um, I spent my first two years talking to alumni, um, figuring out, you know, what people like, what people don't like, what a you know guy like me would, would like. And, um, you know, I ended up picking real estate over wealth management. And then I focused in on commercial real estate, um, figured out, you know, where someone that's competitive, goal-oriented, um, you know, I'm above all else, just a very, you know, I, I want to work hard and, and get rewarded for that work. Um, so that's, that's kind of where it led me to commercial real estate brokerage, um, <clears throat> which I actually was what I interned, um, this summer. I did a commercial real estate brokerage internship at Matthews Real Estate Investment Services, um, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, and then got a job offer after that internship. So, um, you know, when I graduate, um, I've already got that set up and I'm, I'm excited to go into commercial real estate brokerage. Um, I believe I'm going to be doing Phoenix multifamily. So, um, you know, definitely a hot marker right now. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just, I, I just fell in love with it this summer. I, knew that brokerage was something that was highly competitive and, you know, it was an eat what you kill approach. Um, that's how it is, you know, everywhere. And Matthews is an unbelievable company. Um, you know, everything that I, everything I did this summer, all the values that they, you know, put forth, um, it's very team oriented. Um, the guy who founded it, Kyle Matthews played football at USC. Um, he's Clay Matthews brother. Um, little NFL connection. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a huge team-oriented, team-value kind of guy, um, which I really, really um, aligned with. And, you know, everything everything that job has to offer, the opportunities it could provide for me down the road and, um, you know, the opportunity to grow right out of college and, and get into a really lucrative, booming, booming career. Um, that's really what I wanted, and I'm – so excited to get started on that um, whenever my time at Colgate's done. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very exciting. Very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so now, so now we're going to go into the famous, the snap rapid fire questions, Milton. Oh, yeah. Um, so first question, uh, your greatest memory here at Colgate. Greatest memory at Colgate. It's got to be beating JMU in the playoffs my freshman year. Um, in the freezing cold. I mean, that was, 
I think I blacked out when we made the kick and I don't, I mean, I remember running onto the field, but it was, it's all such a blur, um, mm-hmm. having that feeling and, and knowing, you know, we're, we've been working so hard that year and beating those guys on our field, just, that's just going to be a memory that sticks with me forever. Um, and then subsequently, you know, playing in Fargo, um, playing North Dakota state was just an experience like none other, you know, the Fargo dome and, and all the kind of aura around that, um, that was you know, those kind of two connected uh, playoff, that playoff run is probably my greatest memory so far at Colgate, but I uh, I hope to make another playoff run this year, so maybe we yeah, can get a, a new sure. best memory. I like it. And then your favorite movie, though? Favorite movie? Um, man, I think I think I got to do two. Okay. I think I got to do Waterboy. Okay. And I got to do Lone Survivor. I like it. You know, I got, got a comedy in there. Got a, got an action in there. Um, yeah, I think I think that's got to be my two favorite movies. And then your favorite TV show, Melton. Oh, favorite TV show. Um, man, that's got to be. But I think I got to pick two as well. I don't think I can just pick one. Um, I've got Lone Survivor. Not Lone. Uh, I've got The Office. And I've got Drive to Survive. It's an it's an F one yeah. show on Netflix. It's the meaning to watch that. Oh, it's it's killer. It's it's really good. I it gets you hooked into F one. But uh, yeah, I think The Office and and Drive to Survive probably one A and one B. Okay, and then your favorite meal, Milton, like the last meal you had before you die. My mom's stuffed shells. Okay. She is. Uh, they are interesting. They are unbelievable. Every time I come back. Um, Every time I come back from school, she makes them. Every time I go on, you know, lake trips or camping trips, when not not so much camping trips, <laughs> hard hard to eat up stuffed shells in the woods. But um, you know, lake trips, any anything with my buddies that we're, you know, gonna be eating a big meal or anytime we're having people over, um, stuffed shells are always my first suggestion. They are they are killer. Like it, and then uh, last one, uh, my favorite one. Uh, one person does not have to be celebrity dead or alive you would take to dinner and why I think I'd take my grandpa um, you know I, I'm named after him I'm Milton Charles Brosh II he's Milton Charles Brosh um, passed away uh, a few years back and I you know I I think it'd be really cool to to take him to dinner and and um, you know I know he I know he sees everything that that I've been doing and you know try to make his name try to make him proud and you know kind of live on for through his namesake but um yeah I you know I think that would be if I could choose one person I would I would you know take a a dinner and a in a 7 and 7 with my grandpa um and just you know have one more chance to kind of talk to him and and um yeah just just see you know see if I, if I've made him proud and, you know, I know he, I know, you know, I'm sure he is proud and, you know, I'm sure he's seen everything I've been doing, but, um, you know, that would be, that would be probably my one number one pick. Okay, great. Milton. Well, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it to finally have you on and, uh, yeah, thank you. Milton. Tuck, I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Okay, Radiation, we are back with, with our second edition 
of the stroll down Jersey Lane with with your two favorites, Josh Ott and Will Anderson. Yes, sir. Fellas, how are we? How are we after quick two week hiatus from, you know, the, from hiatus, the segment? You know, vacation mode. <laughs> it was okay, but it's always good to get back to work. It's good yeah. to get back in the office. Zot took a vacation. Yes. Listen, at, at the end of the day, we're podcasting. Uh, we're when podcasting. You, when you love you, what you do, we're podcasting. You know, when you when you love what you do, uh, you just can't wait to do it again and again. You know, we've been we've been nonstop bugging Tucker at practice uh, when we're eating. You know, when are we gonna take that stroll back down Jersey Lane, Tuck? Yeah, we, we gotta we gotta go for a stroll, man. It's you know, uh, every single time we we put this phone down, we hit record. You know, there's a little magic in the air, and I I, I can just feel the magic in the air right now. Uh, yeah, fellas, so we, so, so we were just uh, talking before the interview. Uh, we've had we've had two weeks of NFL football that we've missed. Yes, so, sir. So, uh, Zot, you're own two right now. The the New <laughs> no, York Jets with uh, no, not off to a good fifteen year old QB back there. Not off to a good start. I'm own five on the year. <laughs> football season's yeah. going great. Mm-hmm. I love the fall. It's great. Oh, you know, it's it's beautiful. You know, there there are some things that are always going to happen. You know, the seasons are going to change. The leaves start to turn a different color, and the Jets will lose football games. You know, it's. <laughs> I, I come from a Jets family, you know, I'm a diehard Birds fan, but, you know, my dad, my older brother, I got a whole lot of Jets fans in the family, and so, you know, it really hurts me when uh, when they lose, because, you know, I, I see their pain, you know, I, I can just feel their pain, but, you know, when when you got a guy back there who's throwing four picks against a uh, subpar defense, I would say, you know, it's tough, it's tough. You know, my guy Jalen Hurts is out there balling, doing his best, you know, I, don't, I, I just feel for the Jets fans out there, personally. Jalen didn't look great his first year. You know, it takes some, some growing pains, so I think they're going to turn around. Hopefully we'll, we'll scrap up a win here soon. But the Mets suck. The Jets suck. <laughs> Being a New York sports fan sucks. It is what it is, you know. we just I love the losers. So the question that I pose to Josh is, do we, do, are, is, the, is the New York Jets football team going to win a game this year? Or are they going to tank for the first overall pick? Are you guys in tanking mode already? No, we're not tanking yet. Not you yet. Play, you play to win the game. You do play to win the game. You play to win the game. The game. Okay. It's still early on. That's what um, happened last year. Come for a run here. You know, I'm still. I'm not panicking completely. You can always go on a run. You can always go on a run. That's what you know. That's 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 what Kobe's about to do. We're about to go yeah. on a run. So, you know? We are. But you know, I, I I feel for the Jets a little bit. I really do. You know, my my birds. We're going. We're playing uh, the Cowboys. It's Monday night. You know, Micah Parsons, you know, I, I played him back in high school. He doesn't want to see me again. You know, great guy and all that. But, you know, his, his speed, I think, is a little overrated. I don't think he's, you know, all that in a bag of chips, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, uh... He's a weird guy. Yeah, I, I you know, I respect him as an athlete. Who won the rep? He, okay, so listen. So they moved oh, me out to tackle to play him in the opening. You know, he was, oh, you he was, he was pretty... Yeah. yeah, you know, weird, subtle flex. <laughs> Um, you know, I was kind of the man back in high school, peaked in high school, no big deal. You um, mentioned that before. Don't know, don't know what's happened since then. You keep talking about high school. Why, why There's that? a reason I keep talking about high school, you know. I don't know what's, what's kind of happened since then. It was a great time for me. You know, Micah Parsons, was, I was, he, was, he, was, you know, he was pretty quick. He had a good first step and all that. But, you know, I think, I think if we met again now, I think it'd be a different result. You know, he's playing for the Cowboys, I'm playing for the Raiders. You know, something like that. He moved to DN now. They moved him from linebacker down to DN. Yeah, really? Recently? I, yeah, he had his hand in the dirt. Or, oh, yeah, he looked like a ball. Pennsylvania in, kid. Shocker. Put, put his hand Oh, in yeah. Dirt. He looked but, like a ball uh, in tall grass. He, at the, at the opening, it was unbelievable. This kid 
They, I mean, all jokes aside, he's like the a real opening. Like hey, an organ? yeah, no, not an organ. Oh. I was, you know, talk. I'm good. I'm not that good. <laughs> but um, this this kid at, at the regional thing, Zot was there too. Uh, so was Jake Froshar. So was Ben Bonenberger. You know, the boys showing out. This kid won literally every single one-on-one rep that he took at wide receiver, running back, tight end. D-line and outside linebacker at the camp of, like, the best athletes in the tri-state area. And this kid was frying everybody. He is He's the real deal. But, you know, he's going to run into the big old 6'8", 360-pound rugby left tackle that the, uh, oh, at the Eagles Oh, Yes. Mm-hmm. My, my Lada is an absolute freak. Has some he's fantastic hair. He, like, last year I was – Eagles offensive line did not look that good. I was, they, they've taken strides. I was a little worried. You know, people forget that that 2017 team that, you know, we, we got the ring, we finally did it, it was because of the offensive line at the end of the day. And you watch this Eagles team, and, you know, there are, there are hints that that O-line is getting back together. You know, Brandon Brooks is kind of banged up again, but he'll be fine. Uh, you know, have anxiety. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what his deal is, but the biggest deal is that <laughs> Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson. Because I, I don't. That may have come out of nowhere. I have no idea what Tucker Scott was talking about. To, to be <laughs> completely frank, but Lane Johnson, the right tackle, may very well be the best right tackle in all football. You watch him play fastest fastest combine time for a tackle in combine history. Ran like a four or five. Was he juicing though? Uh, well, you know, he's been busted for steroids a couple times. Yeah, he has. But, yeah, no, Jason he, Kelsey mentioned that in his J- well, Jason Kelsey, also, absolute gamble. Personal hero yeah, of yeah, mine. He's like, Wayne Johnson can't get off the steroids. <laughs> but, you know, he he really is something. Then you got that, that speed outside, you know, Devontae, uh, uh, I always say that. Uh, Adams has looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, Miles Booby Sanders, no, not Josh Adams, our first overall pick. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. He doesn't, he doesn't know I always call him Devontae Adams. Name, so. I don't want to tell you. I'm he sorry. He doesn't know his name. Greatest, greatest receiver, going to be the greatest receiver in football. You got the speedster, Jalen Ragers, Miles Booby Sanders, and at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts is just that X Factor. You know, like I said in, the, in our first stroll down Jersey Lane, you know, he's got that X Factor. He just wins football games. That's what he does. You know, this game against the Niners was a tough one. We should have won it. There's no doubt about it. Yes, I'm saying we uh, root for the team emotionally, mentally, spiritually. You know, I'm all in. Absolutely all in on this on this Eagles team. And I, like I said, I think we're a Super Bowl favorites again. Uh, you know, the 49ers, definitely a good team. Bart Scott threatened to his uh, threatened to shave his eyebrows if the Eagles lost. And, you know, I wanted to see nothing more than uh, watching him shave his eyebrows. A little disappointed by that. You know, I, I'm I truly excited for the future of the Eagles football team. I don't know if uh, Josh can say the same about those New York Jets. No, no, no. no. Yeah. It's, it's the hopes you have right now, Zod. The hopes? It, What's it, the prediction right now after week two? I'm just taking it one game at a time. <laughs> I'm not looking too far ahead. Who do the Jets have this week? Um, that's a shame that I don't know. That's, that's crazy. Randy Stats is that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. It's, I know it. I know it. Do you? I don't know. Are you all in? I don't think you're... I know it. it, it I looked like... it up in class today. I should know it. <laughs> Zach throws um, four picks, and all of a sudden you're hopping off the bandwagon like it, that? You guys are playing the Broncos at four Oh, o'clock. I knew that, yeah. That, that's a is tough it, game. Is it at Mile High? Because it's hard to win at Mile High. People forget that. We've been speaking of the Steelers. What, what do you think? What do you what think? Did they win last I think the Raiders... One and one? No. They lost the Raiders? The Raiders look like a wagon lost. We lost to the NFL MVP. Who? Derek Carr? Derek Carr. The, the early, the early, yes. early favorite game. for NFL right MVP. now. Right now, it'll be Derek Carr. You can't. I would throw Carr. Brady in there too. He's two and zero. I would throw Gronk in there. Absolute animal. People forget that Rob Gronkowski went ahead, 
quit football, did the WWE, partied for about a year and a half, came back, and now he's once again the best tight end in all of football. And if you don't have him on your fantasy team, he's opening your league, you better go get him. Eric Ebron. Wild, you have an Eric Ebron. Wild. Uh, I don't he might, be on, that he might be off the team in like two years. He might not be on the team right now. <laughs> by, the time, by the time this gets posted, he might get cut. You know, great player, but at the end of the day... No, but we're banged up right now, the Steelers. We got, we got oh, so it's injury problems. That, that's that's a new blame. Watt, Hayden, Bush... Is it all that time? Well, you know, the Ravens... The training camp? The, what? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, you know, the Ravens talk about injuries. They're out there smacking the uh, greatest football player of all time, according to everybody ever. You know, everyone, everyone loves to hop on the Patrick Mahomes bandwagon. You know, I, I think he's a good player. It was an unbelievable the game. The, 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 they, Lamar Jackson, uh, as I know, is a huge Lamar guy. He's a leader. He does what he has to to win. That, that team is going to be very, very good I think good he starts out slow, though, is his problem. Uh, like, he kind of needs to be woken up. Do you agree with me, Sam? You know, he... Uh, I think Lamar... Like, cut, the problem is with, like, two-minute and late-game situations, I I don't see him as, like, a guy that can, like, stretch the field and really... Um, they were... Like, I, I think he's a top-five quarterback in the, in the league right now. He's an MVP. But I don't, I don't know if he can win the big one. They were, they were uh, he hasn't, Frankly, I mean, he hasn't he won was, the big one yet. The Chiefs were his kryptonite. I mean, he got over the kryptonite. No, you know, yeah. A little fun I, fact about the Ravens. They were the uh, was first team since I believe it was 1980 to uh, have back-to-back seasons with more rushing yards than passing yards, which in this day and age of football is, unbelievable. is pretty curious. Yeah. You know, when they line up nine guys in the line of scrimmage or in the backfield yeah, with Lamar. Is ridiculous. You know, I, I mean, it's impressive. It's, talking about ridiculous – Derrick Henry might be the greatest football player to ever step foot on the planet. That dude, I saw one stretch play from, like, the 40-yard line. He runs, like, stretch right, stops at the right tackle, decides, eh, I'm going to go the other way, mm-hmm. and proceeds to outrun D-backs that were, like, at his chest, throw them out to the ground. I think he ended up with, like, three touchdowns, 220 all-purpose yards. That dude is King Henry is King Henry for a reason. He is one of the great freaks of football. Who's who's still got this week? Uh, Bengals. Ooh, that yeah. that LSU connection. You know, they're, they're saying that uh, Jamar and Joe. They're, they're, they're looking. Chase actually found out the size of a ball now. You know, they. Are you okay? What happened? Tuck is currently bleeding. Mosquito <laughs> <laughs> bites. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. It's been buggy in practice these past couple days. It has been exceptionally buggy. All right, so so to end this part of 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 the stroll. Um, <laughs> Take a detour. Um, I'm gonna give you guys. Film. I'm gonna give you guys three, three teams, and then you say pretender or contender. Ooh, oh, like all right. I like, I like it. I like it. Uh, Raiders. Contender. Contender. Why? Absolutely. I think they're they're a solid playoff team. Uh, they're in a tough division though, but um, I love Coach Gruden, and I think uh, Derek Carr is playing well. He's got a lot of weapons around him. De- Derek Carr has got that X factor too. He was he a first round pick, a uh, first overall pick. Um, like number one? Or yeah, like, like number one. He's a first rounder. No, he, he, he was a first rounder. He he, brother, his state. brother was number one overall pick. Yeah. Sec, second round pick. Second round pick. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, he he has that 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 factor. I don't know what he it is. is. He's got that grit. He's got that energy. He's great. He's got that look in his eyes. Jones. He was on. He was on. He was on that interview after after the Monday night game, and he was like. He was like Zay Jones. I work with him at six a.m. every single day. He yeah. say one thing about himself. Derek Carr is a leader, and you know you uh, you you need a leader to go far in the league these days. That's why I think the Eagles are a real contender. You yeah. know, Jalen Hurts is a leader. 
But, um, you know, Derek Carr, Derek Carr is an absolute leader. So I'm going to go ahead and say contender on that one. Okay. And then uh, we'll stay in that division. I'll add on uh, four teams, actually. Oh. That I'll ask you guys. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Pretender. Why? You know, I, I don't think Jimmy G is going to get the job done. I really don't. You know, he, he's a good player. Nothing about, nothing, nothing against him. The Eagles did not play well on Sunday, and they should have won that game. Um, the 49ers' defense is out of this world. Uh, I can't remember that, that linebacker's name. I think it's Vernon. Um, uh, Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Yeah. He's a freak. Their defense is very good. Um, and I, I just I don't know if, if Jimmy G is going to be able to get the job done. You know, they, they made it once to the big game, and I don't know if Jimmy G is going to be able to take him back. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Trey Lance. A uh, heck of a quarterback. Um, and also, I mean, we didn't get to this well in our, in our original stroll. Aaron Rodgers last night, uh, he still got it. It's pretty simple to say that uh, he's still that guy. Me and Zod. Z- 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 yes. we were We were watching that game. Aaron Rodgers made one 50-yard rainbow dot on the outside shoulder and then followed it up with a unbelievable placement in between two DBs for a touchdown. And he just turned and walked off the field like he like he didn't care. That guy is that guy is an unbelievable quarterback. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Okay, so then two more. Uh, uh, Zod, I'll ask you this one: uh, the Denver Broncos, tender or contender? Um, who's their quarterback right now? Is it Teddy. Uh, Teddy. Oh, I love Teddy. Former Jet. People forget. Former Everyone's a former Jet at the end of the day. Everyone's Everyone's former most, Jet. most people have spent some time Everyone's in Foreign uh, Park. Park. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't call them a contender quite yet, so I'm going to place them in the contender category. I think they're also in a very tough division. I don't think they're going to uh, make a wild card either, so I, I would be surprised if they make the playoffs. You can never uh, count out Teddy B, though. He's, yeah, a, I'm a, big fan he's okay. a heck of a player. Heck of a player. I'm not another team. What about the L.A. Rams? I love Matty Ice. Matt Stafford mm-hmm. is what that team needed. I'm going to go ahead and put him in the contender. I'm putting them in the contender category. Aaron Donald might be the single most dominant player in football besides Derrick Henry. Yeah, Pittsburgh guy, by the way. He is, I mean, uh, watching, I watched the Quentin Nelson. Shout out Pittsburgh. Shout out the Rusty City. Um, I was watching the Aaron Donald, Big Q, shout out South Jersey, uh, watching them go head-to-head. And it was it was like watching art in motion. I mean, it was beautiful. I could have sat there and watched them go one on one for for a year, nonstop. They are just so good at this sport that we spend so much time doing. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Aaron Donald cannot be blocked one on one by any human being on the planet. It's unbelievable watching his hands, his feet, his athleticism, his just like grit inside. He's so good. Jalen Ramsey in the new single digit is pretty scary. I, by the way, absolutely He's love. I love the single digits from the from the cornerbacks. Absolutely love. I love. It. I love it from every single position. Patrick Queen wearing number six as an outside linebacker. That's pretty I, I love seeing the D lineman in the single digits. Too. Melvin Ingram for the Steelers. They just eight. look athletic. They, they just look more athletic. Just, Makes them look skinny. I think I, I like. The, I wish I could have a single digit jersey, you know, playing guard or center. But are no. That's, to, are you trying to get a single digit jersey? If I could, I would. I'll just put it that way. But you know. Um, all right. One last one, and then we'll move on to Colgate football. Um, the Carolina Panthers. Huge contenders. Huge wow, you throwing them in what, there? What are they? NFC South. Yeah, they got to deal with. Are they in the NFC? 
They got to deal with Alvin um, Kamara and Jabu, who Jabu is all Jabu. the way back. They you lost. know, Jameis Winston. I know. He had the best passer rating week one, and he had the worst passer rating week two. Well, that's, that's, the, that's what you get for Jabu. I don't know what to tell you. That's what you get from the guy. Uh, all he does is, you know, create entertaining football games. Every single time the Saints play, it's a must-watch because of the one and only Jameis Winston. He's hilarious. I'll give you that. He's, he's incredible. I'm going to eat they this W. Did find those crab legs he stole from don't know if they did. Can't can't say for a fact that they did or not. Fell off the truck. They they, they might have fallen off the truck. Just like the socks. But you know, um, that's not that's not that's not a, that's not a walkover game. James Winston is not. James Winston is going to give them a run for their money. That that division is open. Ah, uh, you know, Sammy D, great guy. Love him. USC, fight on. Shout out, shout out Southern California. Shout out Sammy D. Shout out Sammy D. Shout out Alex Rosso from, from uh, Southern California. Uh, the Red I Rocket himself. R.I.P. Yeah, shout out Coach O. Uh, you know, he's a great guy. Shout out Pete Carroll. Um, just, just, shout, just Snoop, shout Did out Snoop. Did you say OJ next? No. <laughs> OJ? Best thing. But, um, OJ doesn't like LA. Did you see that quote, Tom? Well, the murder is still out there. OJ's looking. OJ's, OJ's got to find him. He's looking for him. OJ had a quote the other day. I don't know if it was real because I saw it on like, the internet, so you never know. But it was like, OJ doesn't visit LA because he's scared he might sit next to the, the actual murderer. Yeah, I did it. You know, he might. He, he, he stays away from, from LA. He's got it. He's got it. Okay. Um. So let's do a quick transition to Colgate football. Great. We've had, we've had a rough one. I've, I mean, listen, you come to Colgate to play the big dogs, and that's exactly what we've done. The first three games, we have played some. It's not like we're playing Marist. Right? We we played some incredible talent. <laughs> I mean, William Mary this past week, um, they they had a couple D linemen that that ha- are on the right track to go to to play on Sundays. Uh, they had some unbelievable talent. Stony Brook last uh, two weeks ago had some unbelievable talent, and then we played an ACC school before that. So we like where we're at right now as a team. I know it's been a tough start record-wise, uh, but we really feel that we've been putting in enough work. We're building up. We're getting there. Uh, what we've been preaching all, the, all all this week in practice, you know, energy and swagger have been the words because, you know, we got, that, we got that feeling back in that second half when we finally punched one in. Uh, Shout-out Ranger. And then shout out Harry Kirk. Shout out Harry Kirk, the absolute dog. absolute dog. The boy uh, punched one in, and then uh, you know Michael Jamalowicz, part of the part of the Jersey Five, North Jersey, uh, showing out for North Jersey, showing out for the boys. Tyson, Tyson, he, uh, he he had one of the craziest interceptions. You know he's a ball hawk. He's always been doing it. Great guy, love him to death. And uh, you know I, I think that we're starting to kind of feel it a little bit in the team. Uh, you know we're we're really excited for this week. We are we we are really excited for this Saturday. How, how are your emotions going in this game? Are are you emotionally you know checked? So all we keep talking about on the team, and you know it's right. It's it's, it's not about it's about us. It's not about Lehigh. You know the Brown team that we're playing this week. It's about us. We're gonna do what we do. We're gonna execute. We're gonna everyone's gonna do their job. Stay up on the sidelines. We're all gonna be te- We're gonna be great teammates to each other. Play physical. Play fast. Just let it rip this week. And I think that, you know, in a league game, it just, you know, as much as we don't want to say it, it just means more. It really does. All our goals are still ahead of us, and it kind of starts this week. So, you know, I, I think everybody is, is super laser-focused right now. All eyes are just on the next practice tomorrow. We're filming this on a uh, – recording this on a Tuesday night. Uh, had a great Tuesday banger competition practice. That, that- – that had to be probably the best practice we've had. So oh, it was a, it was a great practice. A lot of competition. Uh, juices were definitely flowing. 
Um, and, you know, we're, we're just kind of taking it day by day. Tomorrow we got to have a great practice. Thursday got to be got to be a great day. Friday got to be a great day. And I think I think we're finally going to let it lose to the team on Friday. It's been a long time here on Saturday. I think I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to finally let it rip. We're going to finally let it rip. I think we are. I think so. It's exciting. How about you two? How do you feel going into the game? I'm I'm excited. You know, I just your body's a little banged up. Yeah. What happened? Well, what's well, what? You want to go you know, to the? I don't know when we're airing this. Yeah. I don't want to give the Mountain Hawks any more extra information than they need. I think uh, they'd listen to this on the regular. I mean, I would if I was a Patriot League. Who wouldn't listen to this? You kidding me? I, yeah, I don't know a person who's not listening to this right now. So I spent some time in Syracuse this week. We spent some time in Syracuse, I'm, I should say. I'm not going to lie. The Syracuse Hospital, if you have a chance to go there, I wouldn't I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> if you can avoid I'm just it. worried you're going to get me in trouble this week. That's why I asked if your emotions are in check. Because oh, all right, you were so a little chippy on last Saturday. Chi- you were a little chippy. Listen, whenever someone tries you to come in into the Curry Dome oh, and they try and <laughs> and they try they try and assert their dominance over us. They try and a little brother us. They think they're all big and cool. CAA. Don't recruit anybody under 6'5". And, you know, the scoreboard was what it was. Uh, but I think we could all look each other in the eyes in that second half and say that we fought to the last whistle. That we that we, they left that field, uh, knowing they had just played Colgate. They were definitely feeling us Sunday morning. We were very physical in that second half at times, um, and I think that we're just gonna we got to put it together this week, and I think we will. Um, and you know that that it was a good game. It was a fun game. Uh, they were definitely very chippy. They were trying to get after us. Um, and, you know, we stared them down. We didn't blink. We were very, we we weren't gonna take any. Uh, any nonsense from them on our home turf, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and do that again on, on Saturday. We're definitely not gonna take any any uh, gruff from those from those Brown players. No, 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 no. no chance on that Brown team. Yeah, but um, who are you interviewing? You. Just us? No, it's oh. uh, the the great number zero. Oh. I believe is on oh. after us. Oh, oh, our fearless leader. Our fearless no. leader, the He's other not. raccoon on the team. He's a good guy. Great guy. Did you copy his eye black or he copied No, yours? no, no, no. So the reason I, I do that, my I eye black. My cousin said my cousin saw it, saw it on a um, Instagram, and he's he's fifteen. He's a freshman in high school, and he came. He came. <laughs> he he came here this weekend. Yeah. No, uh, he's a golfer. He came yeah. here this weekend, and it was like, hey, out, hey, man, this is my cousin, and then my cousin was like, holy shit, you're the. For, You're the eye black guy. For, right? for those who don't know, Milton went viral on the internet after the BC game because he likes to, um, as do I. I don't know how the hell. He's a little more aggressive than me, than me about it. His eye black is unbelievable. He puts it all around his eyes. He looks a little bit like a raccoon when he does it, but a very scary raccoon. And he's an absolute animal. And, you know, shout out Milton. Shout out uh, the Arts and Crafts store for uh, supplying us with enough eye black to f- cover both of our faces. Uh, you know, I just, I like it. So, my freshman year, I was playing RBC. Shout out Griggy. Shout out Alex Sargis. Um, and we played them. And this this senior that I went against, I was a freshman, had, I had no eye black on. And he had his entire face covered. And right away, I'm like, this guy has already won the mental battle. Like, the, I've already <laughs> lost the mental battle with this cat. Like, he looks, looks like cooler than me. This guy looks, <laughs> this guy looks intimidating. And, talk. I like that one. and it was really that simple. And ever since that game, I I've tried to put on as much eye black as I as I can. In high school, I got pulled from a game once. The uh, from the first snap of my homecoming game, my senior year, I didn't start technically because. Um, oh, so you don't have the most career? No, 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 no. That didn't so change. That doesn't change. That doesn't change. That doesn't. I still do. I still have about seven. But um, 
the ref went to me and said, like, hey, I told you to take your eye back off, get off the field. And then another kid came on and had to take the first snap while I vigorously washed my face on the sideline with three different coaches screaming, screaming I'm at certain me. Coach Bowers was. Oh, they were very happy, happy with me. That. Yes, they were very happy that I uh, that I was missing a play because I had some face paint on. But uh, you know, I, I do it to this day. And you know, Milton. I don't know if you told me that story. <laughs> <laughs> and Milton. Um, absolute heck of a guy, heck of a linebacker, president of DU. Great president of DU. Yeah, our, our fearless leader. You know, some call me the wartime president. He's the normal president. Uh, he's a, he's an absolute... times of need, Wayne. Yes, you know, when, our enti- when half our team got quarantined last spring, including our president, vice president, and risk manager, someone had to step up and lead the house. So, you know, it was a time of war. I, I took up, I stepped up, I led the house. It happens. Wartime president. But... You know, there was no rules. Though. No, well, yeah, I I had to enforce the rules. You know, I had to be I had to be the tough guy. You know, I had to do it. And so I was like East Berlin. Yeah. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Milton. Uh, I mean, what else can you say about the guy? He's he's one of, one of the greatest, one of the uh, best guys on the team in every way, shape, and form. And you're you're lucky to get him. You know, he's a he's he's a pretty hard guy to get. He's he's pretty important these days. He's a busy guy. Busy he's a nice guy. Neighbor, but God forbid it. <laughs> Takes three weeks to get him on. <laughs> was that a little, that little, little, little shade there, Tuck? You a little upset about that? No. You been I big time in you? Do we have to talk to him? Well, no, it's kind of the other way around. Doesn't he? Oh, you're so big time right now. Has he been trying to get on the pod? Everyone's trying to get on. Who's not trying to get on the pod? Everybody is in welfare. Like, like, I choose who comes on. This is true. Right? This is true. This is true. It's not, well, not a handout, right, man? No, there's no handouts in life, especially not. Oh, you got to oh, earn oh one last thing, one last thing, one last thing that we were t- uh, that that we finish our stroll. Um, yeah. So, so let's talk about the Nittany Lions coming back. Yeah. Big night, whiteout yes. game. Bo Nix came in. Zat, did you see the stats before the game? Bo Nix, twelve out of his thirteen career interceptions were on the road. Really. Mm-hmm. Coming into the game, you know, yeah. shout out Miles Booby Sanders, running back for the for, for the Eagles, another great Penn State guy. That whiteout, that whiteout stadium is. God just got to bring it back to the Eagles somehow. Got it. That whiteout, one hundred ten ten grand. Shout out Barney Amore, one of the best punters. Shout out Barney Amore, one of the best punters to ever come through Locker the Colgate. Me. That Mad dude, funny, Mad Funny Barney story. First two weeks, we don't talk, we don't say anything. He comes up. Are to me. your roommate? No, no, no. We were locker mates. Oh. And he goes, it's like it's like during camp. And he goes, hey man, if we're gonna see each other naked every day, I might as well like get to know you. A little bit. <laughs> he <laughs> I was is. like, hey man, what's up? I'm Josh. <laughs> Very funny. I haven't heard that story. Hilarious kid. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not wrong. You know, it's, it's, the locker room's a close space. You gotta, you definitely gotta like the guys in the locker room for sure. But um, yeah, he. I, I remember watching him punt. Here and he would put it inside the five yard line yeah, every time he punted the ball and from anywhere. So shout out Barney, but uh, yeah, you know we are Penn State's a heck of a program. No one's ever gonna say the otherwise. That their fans are some of the craziest. Um, and yeah, you know it's it's pretty exciting. Um, all right, fellas. Well, that that is the second edition. We let a bit over time, but. But who cares, right? It's my show, so. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? It's my yes, show. Sir, it's yes, sir. Always, always oh, happy to take a stroll down Jerry's Lane with you, my friend. Shout out, shout out your moms, too. They come oh, yeah. The they come up to me at the tailgate, and then they gave me great praise, and I appreciate it. Everyone's, everyone's a fan of the snap for a reason, you know. Pam and Andrea, right? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pam, shout yeah. Out. Shout out, Pam. Pam. Shout out, Ange. Mom. Love you, Mom. Mom and Anderson. Shout Captain out, Captain. Captain. 
Captain. Coolio Field Hockey Captain. It's where I get it from. Um, you know, it's 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 really exciting. You know, it's it's great to take a stroll with you, Tuck. Maybe maybe the favorite part about my week. Yeah, I looked forward to it, and I was upset we couldn't record last week. But I We've understand been, you were busy. Busy you know, guy. He's got stuff to do. You know, he's more important than a couple of Jersey cats. But uh, you know, whenever whenever you want to take a stroll, Tuck, you let us know. We'll be here. We'll Thank be you, here. fellas. Anytime. And now we have Milton Brosh. Okay, Raider Nation. I hope you enjoyed that great interview with Milton. And then also the stroll down Jersey Lane with Josh and Will. Uh, uh, so thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, as I mentioned in the intro, we're ready to get after Lehigh, uh, come out with a win, and and get started on on getting on getting that ring on our finger for the Patriot League. And uh, uh, thank you for listening. And I can't believe I can't believe this is the tenth episode already. Uh, we're at the decade mark. That's right. And uh, uh, I couldn't do without all. Without all of you guys and all my guests, uh, uh, um, I have so much support from everyone, and I appreciate that. Uh, uh, thank you, everyone. Go Gate.